We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E dot com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of Manifest with Tori Simone. I'm your host, Tori Simone, and we're back today. Today we're talking about breakups, man. Uh, I actually get so many questions about breakups on the Facebook page, and if you guys aren't a part of the Facebook page, it is Manifest with Tori DeSimone. Um, just search that on Facebook, and I will accept you into the group, but yeah, I get asked so many questions about breakups, um, and I think it's because I publicly went through I mean like one breakup that's been ongoing for like a while because like I kept getting back together with him and it was very public and everyone knows my ex um but yeah I get asked a ton of questions about it and I feel like now is a great time for a couple of reasons one um I feel like I'm in a good place to offer breakup advice two uh it's quarantine so it's a little bit different than what it would normally be like normally the breakup advice would be like go out like you know keep yourself busy but it's really hard to do that when you're just at home and you have nothing but time to really like think um that definitely makes breakups a little bit harder and the third reason is Kalani just dropped a new album um called it was good until it wasn't and that's like such a breakup anthem so uh we I have a lot of tips to get into today I've also made a couple YouTube videos about it but I thought I'd bring it on a podcast uh so you guys can refer to this when you are maybe feeling a little sad you know maybe you need a little kick in the ass to get over him or her 
Now, I am no relationship expert here, um, but I've been through my, you know, my fair share of breakups, heartbreaks. Um, I've been on both ends of it where I've broken up with the person and I've been broken up with. Um, And, you know, take this for a grain of salt, but I get asked a lot of questions about it. So I just wanted to share my outlook on it and a couple of uh, some tips of advice that my friends have given me. Um, Yeah, it's all just stuff that I find helpful and helps me move along in uh, a breakup process. And yeah, it's, they're never fun. Okay. But I truly believe that the best version of you comes out of a breakup. Um, So ride it out. We'll get into it. But um, I really do believe that there is like the, the grass is so much greener on the other side of a breakup. So you just have to get over that hill and the sun will shine so bright for you. But before we get into the meat of the breakup, let's talk about three things I'm grateful for, three things I'm manifesting and a question of the week. Uh, something that I'm grateful for. The first thing that I'm grateful for is um, that our quarantine was pushed back another month. Now, I know a lot of people are really angry about this. And I know that a lot of people are saying like, open up the states, open it up. Listen, I totally see both sides of the argument. The way I look at it is I just want everyone to be safe. Um, so if people are going to be opening safely, I'm happy for it. If you know people think that we need to stay quarantined a little bit longer, I'm happy to do it. Uh, obviously, being a small business owner, I want my business to open. Um, but I also know that things aren't going to be normal for a really, really long time. So if this is just another thing that's pushing back our quarantine and making us like stay home a little bit longer because it's not safe. I'm really grateful that that call was made and I'm really grateful that like we are staying safe in all of this. So, um, I'm just trying to remain positive. I, of course, want the world to go back to normal too, but please just remember that this is temporary. It's not going to last forever. Um, and we are going to get back to a sense of normalcy. It doesn't mean it's going to happen soon, not tomorrow, not next week, um, maybe not even next month, but it will happen maybe a year from now, maybe a year and a half, who knows. But um, life will return once again how we knew it, but it's not going to be like that anytime soon. And I think a lot of people are rushing into something that's just not going to be happening. Um, so what I'm trying to say is I'm just grateful that our health and safety is being prioritized above all else. Um, because I don't want to see any loved ones that I know get sick or anything like that. Um, so I'm super grateful for our health and safety being prioritized. A second thing that I'm grateful for is my health and my family's health and my friend's health and everyone listening. I hope you guys are all healthy. I'm super grateful for breath. I'm super grateful for being alive. Um, you know, yesterday was so fun. I was driving in the car and ribs was playing. Uh, no, not ribs. It was out of love by Alessia Cara. I don't know how to say her name. I think that's how you say it. Uh, out of love was playing and you know, the sunroof was open and that song was playing and I looked up through the sunroof. It was late at night and I was just watching the stars and I was just so happy. Like I looked up at the sky and I was like, you know what? Like, yeah, the world might be like a fucking mess right now, but everything is going to be okay. Like the stars are still there. We're still in orbit. Like everything is okay. Like this, I know right now feels so big to us because it's our current reality and it's our life right now, but it's not going to be forever. And we are okay because I always say that everything happens for a reason. And this is no exception to that. This is happening for a reason. And just like a breakup, I truly think it's because something so great is going to come out on the other side of this. Um, so I'm just really grateful for my health, my friend's health, and my family's health. Um, the last thing that I'm grateful for 
is the weather. Um, I think I talked about this last week too, but this past weekend was so beautiful. Um, so, so, so nice. And the weather yesterday was amazing. It's just been really great to have these little days of beautiful weather that just reassure me that like we, we're still fine. Like we're still good. Um, these little pockets of sunshine and warm weather just really lift my spirits. And I know with so many other people, it gives me a sense of like, okay, life is actually normal today. And it feels really, really great. So I'm super grateful for that. All right, what I'm manifesting. One thing that I'm manifesting, what am I manifesting this week? Let's see. Last week I was manifesting love. I don't think I'm manifesting that this week. Uh, I think I put that in the universe last week and I think I'm good right now. So uh, (laughs) right now I'm manifesting, um, let's see, what am I manifesting? Um, Health still, I'm grateful for my health, but I'm also manifesting to continue to be healthy. I am healthy, I am strong. um, And I just keep affirming that of myself every day. So definitely manifesting health. Um, Another thing that I'm manifesting manifesting is money. Um, absolutely. In the sense for stride and a sense for my personal well-being. Um, times are tough right now and you know money comes easily and frequently and it's just always nice to have that manifestation reassurance coming in and telling myself that every single day. So I am absolutely manifesting um, money that comes easily, frequently, and in abundance. Uh, that's a great thing to be manifesting. And the third thing that I'm manifesting is... I guess just love of my friends, of everyone around me, Um, just expressing gratitude and having clarity of my friendships with people and knowing that the people that are in my life are for a reason. And um, I guess it's also kind of me being grateful, but yesterday, you know, I was at the beach with my parents and they were just like, Tori, you have the best friends. And it's true. Like I really do. And I'm just so grateful for the love that I have with all my friends. And I'm manifesting that love to keep going forever and ever and just manifesting the most amazing friend group and support system. Um, it's so amazing. And I just feel so blessed to have these friends because I didn't have them two, two, three years ago. You know, it was really kind of like just me on my own. People say it's lonely at the top. I wouldn't say that I'm at the top, Um, but it definitely is a small circle on your way up there. And I truly believe that. And I'm just so grateful to have the most amazing friends. And I will continue to manifest um, their love and their loyalty and their friendships to me um, forever and always. I just will forever manifest that. All right. And then the question for this week that I see kind of a lot is how did I get into a routine of waking up early in the morning? Was I always an early bird um, or is this sort of just like a new habit that I formed? Um, The answer is I've always kind of been more of a morning person than a night owl. Um, But that doesn't mean that waking up early isn't hard. Like when the alarm clock goes off and it's 5 a.m., trust me, like I want to stay in bed. Like it's warm. It's comfortable. I don't really want to get out of bed, but I know that if I sleep until even like seven, my morning is going to be really thrown off. Um, and I'm not going to be able to do all the things that I want to get done that day. And it kind of just sets my whole day on like almost a sense of failure, which sounds really extreme, but it's like the sense that I didn't do everything that I needed to do that day. And I don't love that. Like I want to start my day off on a really good foot, so even if I'm a little tired in the morning, like having a, uh, having a cup of coffee is something that gets me out of bed in the morning. I look forward to that. Reading a book is something that I look forward to in the morning. Like I need to wake up a little bit before I can go like crush a workout or start my work or anything like that. So it's really just a habit that you have to learn, but it's also one that you have to be committed to. So I wasn't always a morning person, but once you start doing it every day, you kind of like depend on that routine and it just becomes something that you get really accustomed to. So I hope that answered your question. All right, so let's get into the big bucks topic today, which is 
how to get over a breakup, how to get through a breakup, all those sort of things. Um, we're going to take one quick ad break and then we're going to begin. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. So from blue light glasses, starlight therapy to EMF management and circadian-friendly lighting, Bond Charge products help you naturally address the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. One of my favorite products from Bond Charge is their infrared sauna blanket. I loved sauning and I have for a really long time, but the problem is I always have to go to the gym. And a lot of times I want to sauna at night when I'm cozy at home. I just don't want to leave. That's why using the infrared sauna blanket at home has been so amazing. This is a really great way to ease stress and unwind at the end of the day. It's also really good to detoxify and it promotes um, lower inflammation in the body, which is really, really huge. What's also really cool is that because this is a blanket, your head is out of it. So it's honestly, I find it's easier to stay in this longer. And because my head is out of it, I'm able to like read a little bit longer and my body still gets all the good benefits that I get while being in the sauna blanket. It's really easy to set up and it's also really easy to clean. It takes less than a minute to set up. It heats up really quickly and I can enjoy like a 30, 40 minute session in the sauna blanket while I'm relaxing, reading, watching TV, meditating. While if I'm in the sauna, I can really only stay in it for like 15 minutes because it gets so hot and uncomfortable, but because my head's out, I'm able to stay in it longer, but I still get all the benefits of it. I just feel so much more relaxed after my sessions. I just feel really, really good. And I just love ending my night with a sauna. Bond Charge ships worldwide in rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket. They also have easy returns and exchanges, and they have a 12-month warranty. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E dot com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com manifest. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't a search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things that I love about Indeed is that I've been able to use it for all of my businesses across the uh, 
the last few years and it's been really amazing. What I love the most is that I'm able to put down like exactly what it is that I want on Indeed and the candidates that match that get sent right to me. And then the hard part actually becomes narrowing down which ones are the best for me because they all are exactly what I'm looking for. And then it really just comes down to like, which do I vibe with the best? And that's honestly pretty hard to choose from. But Indeed makes it really easy for me to find really good quality candidates that find exactly what I'm looking for instantly. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Also, I just want to point out that I've had like three cups of coffee and I'm noticing that I'm talking really fast and that's hundred percent because of the cups of coffee. So, all right, let's, uh, let's get into it. I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about my dating background and my breakups that I've been through so that you can kind of see where I'm coming from with a lot of stuff like this. So I really had two big relationships in my life. The first one was with my very first boyfriend ever. Um, I'll name drop. His name was Teddy. And I met him when I was a senior in high school. And when I tell you that my heart beat for that boy, like it was so true. Like he was like the greatest thing to me. Um, So we talked all throughout my senior year of high school. And then we dated my junior year of high school up until, I mean, we talked for like probably two years. So like the middle of my sophomore year to like the middle of my senior year is when him and I were talking, but we dated for like a month and a half during that. But like we were talking like every day for two years. So, um, he was like, to me, like the greatest thing ever. Um, he was two years older than me. So when I was a junior in uh, high school, he went off to college and he went uh, four hours away. So I never saw him up in college. I didn't really see him that much at all. Um, but yeah, we ended up breaking up. Uh, I broke up with him because it just like wasn't really working um, because he was like so far away. And I don't know, like it just got a little weird. So I broke up with him, um, but it was very mutual. And then I wanted to get back together. And he was like, no, like we really shouldn't. And then that's just sort of where we, we would like talk every single day until I dated my next boyfriend, which is Matt. And you guys know um, who Matt is. And I'll get into that in a second. Um, but yeah, when I broke up with Teddy, I was devastated. Like I was so upset. Um, I threw up when him and I broke up. Like I was so distraught about it um, because he was just really important to me. He was like my first boyfriend, my first love. Like he was just something, he was just someone that I really valued. Um, and I really, you know, loved him. So uh, he was definitely a very pivotal breakup and person in my life. Um, so then after Teddy and I like stopped talking, I kind of reached a point where I was like, okay, like I have to get over this kid. Um, so that's when I really started entertaining the idea of like dating somebody else. And that's where Matt came into the picture. Um, I actually met Matt while I was like talking to Teddy. Um, and I kind of like dated both at the same time without like meaning to, it just sort of like happened. Um, but I like wasn't dating. I mean, I guess I was like 
dating both of them, but like I wasn't exclusive with either of them. So I guess it's like you can do that, right? That's like talking to two different people, which like I guess you can do. I don't know. I was like in high school, but anyway, um, so I, I met Matt when I was like talking to Teddy. Um, but I didn't seriously date Matt until a couple years later, like probably a year later. Um, Matt and I started dating my senior year of high school in, um, March, but we started talking in January of 2016 and that's when Teddy and I stopped talking was when Matt and I started talking and I was really like okay like I need to get over this kid I need to date somebody else and then that's when I did in Matt Matt and I were on and off for uh four years um for a bunch of different reasons we broke up for so many reasons we broke up um because it just wasn't working we broke up because um there was some loyalty issues on his part um it, there was just like it just wasn't always working like it was good. It, whenever him and I were together, it was great. And then we would hit like a six month mark and we would just like go downhill and then it would just stop being great. And then we would just break up for a bunch of different reasons. And then we'd like forget why we broke up and then we get back together and then we get back together and then we hit the six month mark and then it would just be awful again. Like we just weren't like the best for one another. Um, but when him and I broke up the last time, it was really devastating because I just literally didn't see it coming. It was out of the blue. And, um, it was something that I, I like, we were so good this last time. And it's funny cause it was right around the six month mark. And I remember like saying to myself, like, wow, like it's six months and like, we're still doing good. And then like literally three days later, I like found some text messages that I probably shouldn't have found, but thank God that I did. Um, and yeah, then we broke up like a week later. So when him and I broke up the last time I was super upset by it. There's a YouTube video of me crying about it because it was so sudden. And so I just wasn't expecting it like literally at all. It completely blindsided me, um, to have us break up. And I know it blindsided you guys too because like we were doing podcasts together like we were so solid like I I don't know where where things went wrong um but that's fine that's not up to me to set or to figure out um I just have to know that it happened and happily move on which I am but um yeah I also got like sick when him and I broke up this last time like I it just it's just like when breakups blindside you like that's when they're so hard but what I'm trying to say by this is that I've had two very different kinds of breakups I've had one where it was just more like a mutual thing where we're both like okay like we this isn't working like let's move our separate ways and that's when it's hard because like it's so easy to overlook all the bad stuff and only remember the good stuff um and then I had another breakup where it's like okay something terrible happened like we're never gonna try this again like clearly it's just not gonna work like let's both just move on. Um, so having that kind of closure, I will say makes a breakup so much easier. Um, and it just gives you a reason to not want to go back when, as opposed to it being like a mutual thing, it's like, okay, like, can we work on our differences? So I totally get like the type of breakup also affects how you're going to get over it. And I think it's ignorant to not, um, include that. Um, so I do just want to say that like the kind of breakup that you have definitely, sets a trajectory for the way you're going to cope with your breakup. Um, but there are tons and tons and tons of ways to cope with breakups. Um, the number one thing that I always tell my friends is that you have to feel the emotions. Um, and that's simply because I don't know if you guys have like always heard that guys in the beginning 
will just kind of like disregard their emotions. They'll like go out. They'll, you know, get with other girls. They'll like go out and hang out with the boys all day. They drink, they smoke. They just like hide their feelings, whatever. They look like they're doing so great. And then us girls are at home crying and we're like, oh my God, like they don't care at all, blah, blah, blah. Fast forward six months, it's totally roles reversed. Us girls are completely over the breakup. We're out, we're out having a good time. We're with the girls, you know, we're just doing our thing. And then the boys are at home hitting us up being like, oh my God, I miss you so much. Like that's because we cope with things so different. So that's my first thing. And what I always say is that you have to feel the emotions that you're feeling. If you're sad, be sad, like be sad for a week, be sad for two months, like however long it's going to take for you to feel these emotions and get it out. Like, don't be afraid of the emotions, feel them, mourn them because you're literally mourning the loss of somebody that was in your life. Like it can feel like you're grieving a death even. Like someone that was so prominent and such a huge part of your life is now no longer a part of it anymore. And that's a really sad concept to grasp, especially when it's someone that like you loved and you had, you know, you poured your heart out to them and you like envisioned a future with them. Like that can be really, really tough and very challenging. And you're not weak for feeling emotions when you're going through a breakup. You're honestly stronger for not pushing them away and feeling them and mourning them and letting all of the, these emotions run through you so that you can feel them, acknowledge them, and then let them go. It's when you push them aside, that's when they come back in a year later, six months later, whatever it is. And that's when it's like, oh my God, I've still never gotten over this breakup with somebody. That's really, really, really tough. So whatever emotions you're feeling, let them happen, whether it's anger, grief, sadness, whatever it is, feel these emotions and let them run through you. Another thing that's really, really hard to do, um, but I've done both scenarios, completely cut off all communication with them. It makes it so much easier. Trust me, it's going to be really hard in the beginning to go from talking to someone every single day to not talking to them at all, but it's going to help so much. Like with my first boyfriend, Teddy, we broke up and then we talked for like another year and a half. And that was really hard because that's played just a lot of mind games with me. Like I was still, you know, I had a lot of feelings for him and, you know, him talking to me was like my validation that he still wanted something to do with me. And it was, it's really, really hard to talk to somebody every single day when you're broken up. Like it just, you're going to, really string along those emotions and you're going to really drag out that breakup way longer than you have to. And you're never going to mourn the loss of somebody. And that's what a breakup is. You have to get over this person. Um, On the other hand, with Matt and I, whenever we broke up, we would have no communication. We would never reach out to one another. Um, I would always block him on Instagram and stuff and block his number just because I needed to like get over him. That would only last like a couple of months. And then I was able to like unblock him and like look at his photos and be like, okay, like I'm fine. Like I can look at this and not feel anything. I could unblock his number and not worry. Like if he texts me, like I won't like fall back in love with him, stuff like that. Um, so you need time to get over them. And I know it sucks to like block them or not talk to them, but having communication with them is extremely difficult. It's just going to string you along and it's going to drag out the breakup way longer than it has to. Look, you can be friends with your ex for sure. Like Teddy, now if I saw him again, I would have no emotions of love towards him or anything like that. I would genuinely just like want to know how he's doing. He, I think has a girlfriend and like they're the cutest couple ever. Like I'd love to go to their wedding. I'd love to see how he is. I'd love to meet her. Like I, it's not that I like want to date him again because I don't, I'm so far over him and that's so far in the past. But what I'm saying is 
now that I've had, you know, four years apart and like four years of like completely getting over him, it's not a matter of like, oh, if he reaches out, like, oh my God, these emotions are going to come back. No, it's really just a matter of, yeah, I can like actually be friends with this kid now because those emotions are no longer with me anymore. Like they're in the past. Like I, I felt them, they're done. Um, so if you still fear, fear that someone's not going to be in your life if you want them to be, give it time and they can be in your life. And maybe that's a silver lining in all of this. If that is what gives you comfort in a breakup, the fact that they can be in your life years later, hold on to that, okay? Don't you don't have to let them go forever, but you have to let them go as like a lover or this part of a romantic partner in your life. It's okay to feel a mourning. It's okay to feel a loss and a grieving of that role that they served in your life. But if you still want them as a friend, yes, they can, but you have to give it time. Time truly heals all. And it might take four years. It might take two. It might take 10, whatever it is, give it time and they can still return back in your life as a friend or as a, you know, a figure of guidance or whatever it might be. Um, but in the meantime, just cut off all ties of communication. It will help so much. It might seem harsh, but you can text them and be like, Hey, listen, I need to get over this. Um, I'm going to block you. It's nothing personal. I promise. It's really just me. Like I need to do this for myself. And I hope you can respect that. And I hope you can appreciate that. And I hope you can understand. Um, I wish you nothing but the best. I hope you're good. I hope you are staying safe. Uh, if you're going to do this during a pandemic, I hope you're staying safe. Um, but just know that for me, you can't reach me right now. And you know what? Here's the thing. If someone really wanted to reach you, there are so many ways to be reached. Uh, they can show up to your house like, hello. Uh, they can like write you a letter, an email. Like there are so many ways. If someone has to get in contact with you, they will. So like if, you know, they need you for whatever reason, they can find a way to contact you. But in the meantime, no communication at all. It just helps so much. And, you know, if you're like someone that's like, oh, I really want to like get back together with them, blah, blah, blah. Um, having that time apart can make them like want you again. So uh, which whichever way you're going to play this, uh, no communication is just absolutely key. Another thing that I see in my DMs all the time is like, hey, like my boyfriend just broke up with me three hours ago and I'm so sad. Like I don't know how I'm ever going to love again. Do you have any advice? My advice is this, it happened three hours ago. You like feeling devastated is so normal. I'd honestly be a little concerned if you didn't feel devastated. Like honest to God, I'd be a little worried about you. Give it time. That's the number one thing. Give it time. Something else that I'm going to recommend is a lot of times breakups can cause other problems. So um, therapy might be a really great thing to help you get over um, not only somebody, but maybe problems that could have been left as a result of the breakup. Uh, like for example, um, if someone was to get cheated on, obviously trust issues are like a big problem. You don't want to bring a relationship that you had with someone else and bring the problem of that relationship or the result of a breakup to a new relationship. And that's most likely going to happen unless you get to the root of the problem and fix it. So, so sometimes therapy is a really great way to help. Um, therapy is not like something to be laughed at or something like for the week. It, therapy is amazing and it's really, really awesome. Um, and also, I don't know if you guys feel like this, but a lot of times when I talk to my friends about the same thing, like over and over and over again, I can feel like a burden. I feel like I'm boring them. But if I go talk to like a therapist or you go, 
talk to somebody that their job is to literally just listen to you and offer you advice and guidance and stuff like that, it can just help you a lot um, and feel like you're talking to somebody that actually cares. I'm not saying that my friends don't because I know that they do. I just feel like a burden sometimes when I unload on them like all of my problems and I'm like, oh, I'm talking about the same thing for like the 20th time. Like they probably don't want to hear it anymore. Like it's so probably it's probably so annoying for them. Like that guilt factor um, that I feel that my friends never project on me, but I just feel on my own. Um, when I talk to like a therapist about it or going to therapy just helps so much. And it can also solve a root problem of breakups, like trust issues or um, intimacy issues, or um, I don't know, whatever, a bunch of, you know, problems that can arise, body confidence issues, stuff like that. Uh, Self-love, all these sort of issues that can come out of breakups. Uh, Therapy will help get to the root of it and make sure that these issues from one relationship don't um, flow over into another one. I also want to remind you that I know breakups hurt a lot. Like when you're going through it, oh man, like you're going through it. Like it sucks. And it's like these moments of like, I will never love again. I never want to let anybody else in. I always just get hurt by the people that I love. Like love shouldn't hurt like this. Like I get it, man. Like breakups, they suck. They literally hurt. Um, But I found this quote on Instagram and I want to read it to you guys because I thought it was really, really, really nice um, and powerful and just beautiful. So I'm going to pull it up and I'm going to read it to you guys and I hope it resonates with you. Um, Okay. So here it goes. It says, uh, this girl, Molly Burford wrote it. It says, you will love again. You will love again, even though their last words are still dancing in your head. You will love again, even though they promised you forever and still walked away. You will love again, even though your heart is still beating to the sound of their name. Because the crazy thing about love is that it always comes back. And you probably won't recognize it at first because love comes back wearing different bones. Love comes back holding you with different arms. Love comes back with brown eyes instead of blue. Love comes back when you're not ready and it comes back when you are. Love comes back saying I love you in a voice you haven't heard before, showing you that they mean what they say with different gestures and different ways to let you know that they are yours. Love comes back with quirks and hands you'll have to learn all over again. And I know, I know that all of this means nothing right now. I know this doesn't fix the fact that your heart is still aching. I know your mind is still confused of what ifs. I know how hard it is to move on and break free, but you need to let go. It's the only way to become whole again. It's the only way to invite love back. Because if you don't walk away, you risk missing the chance to meet another love again. You miss your shot at second love or your third or even fifth love. You're keeping yourself caged in something that just isn't meant to be. So as hard as it is, as much as it hurts, have faith in the universe and have faith in yourself that you will fall in love again. After all, you already have once. I Love that. There is so much to unpack here in all of this, but it's so true. So I kind of do want to unpack a little bit. Um, My friend Katie Brennan and I were talking about a theory that we had uh, with relationships in general. It's so easy to write off the beginning of what could be a new relationship because we oftentimes compare the beginning of a relationship to the end or middle of our last relationship. And think about that. In the middle to end of your last relationship, you are so comfortable with your partner, right? Like they know pretty much everything about you. You can be completely yourself around them. You are just so comfortable around them. The beginning of break, or sorry, the beginning of a relation of, of a new relationship, you have to learn this new person, right? So there's like that level of almost like being uncomfortable with one another to get to being comfortable with one another. You have to like see their quirks, you have to see their 
their antics, like how they are. Everyone shows love differently. What's their love language? What's your love language to them? Like, do your love languages mesh? Like, does your kissing match? Like, there's so many things that you have to relearn about somebody to get comfortable with somebody. And that's why it's so easy to write off new relationships. I mean, maybe I'm just projecting this on you guys, but for me, it's so easy for me to write off what could be a new relationship because I compare it to me being really comfortable with my ex and be like, oh, well, you know, I was super comfortable with him and like, I don't feel that comfortable with this person, so it must not be right. But I can't live my life like that and you guys can't either because I remember to when my ex and I first started dating, I was not comfortable around him at all. Like I, we were super awkward with one another. Like we had nothing to talk about. Um, but you know, the more that we fell in love and like got to know each other, we had a world to talk about and we like meshed so well, but in the beginning we didn't. And if I wrote off that relationship because in the beginning it was a little uncomfortable, um, I would have never learned what I learned. I would have never experienced what I did through him. So you need to realize that love is going to show up again, but it's not going to look the same way that it did before. And why would you want it to? If that love looked exactly the same, clearly it didn't work out the first time. It's not going to work out again the second time. You have to learn that love is going to show up again, but in a different form. Like this little caption said, maybe it's with different eyes. Maybe it's different hands that you have to learn, different arms, a different personality, a different way of expressing love. You know, every guy expresses love in a different way. Every girl, expresses love in a different way. Some guys will like, you know, hug you all the time and that's their way of saying that they love you. Other guys will do little acts of service, like taking out the trash for you, maybe doing your dishes, um, buying you little gifts, like things like that. Other boys will send you a paragraph saying how much they love you. Like every guy will express love differently. And that's what you have to remember that the next love that comes along shouldn't look like and act like the love that you had before. Because if the love that you had before was right for you, it would have lasted and it didn't. So take that as a sign. Take that as a learning opportunity. Um, I just think this caption is so, so great um, because it, it also talks about the fact that you have to let go of an old love to find a new love. Listen, I know there's a quote by the Lumineers. I love it. It says falling in love is let me, I don't want to mess this up. Um, it says falling in love is wonderful. Falling in love is so alone. And that's so true. Um, it really is like the most beautiful thing, but it is so lonely. If you're falling in love with somebody else, you, I, I mean, I always hope that that love is reciprocated as well, but it's really only your emotions that you can control. You can only ever control how much you fall in love with somebody or how much or how strong your feelings get towards somebody else. Just because you're feeling a certain way doesn't mean that the other person has to reciprocate it. We always hope that they do, but they don't have to. Falling in love is beautiful. It's scary. It's frightening. It's lonely. But if it's reciprocated and it's communicated well and it's it's expressed, it's so beautiful and it's so rewarding and it's so fulfilling and it's so magical to feel that strong of an emotion towards somebody else and have that feeling come back to you. Now, that's why after heartbreak, after heartbreak, after heartbreak, people still give it another shot. People give love another try because we know how great it can be when it's good. And man, when it's good, love is good. 
Yeah, like when it's good, like it's so great. And you shouldn't fear the breakup in the middle of a relationship because all relationships are gonna end, whether you break up or somebody dies. That's just how it is. Like, you know, if you're old and you know, you you get married and then you're old and you grow old together, someone's either gonna die first or you die together. Like relationships just always end. So you can't fear the end of a relationship, but what you can do is focus on how amazing that relationship is in the middle, in the beginning, towards the end. Like every single stage of your relationship is so special and you're always going to miss that, that phase when you enter into a new one and you don't even know that you enter into a new one until you're already in it. So I know it's really scary to move on from somebody, but if you don't move on, you're never going to find the next love. And remember the next love is going to show up in a different form than your past love and let that in, let that happen. They are going to look different. They're going to talk different. They're going to express themselves differently. Let that happen. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. So yes, I know going through a breakup hurts and I know it can feel really lonely, um, but don't let it take you away from love forever because it really is something so magical. And I promise you, you're going to be okay. Um, I know a lot of people in my life that, you know, feel like they were really wronged in their last relationship. And here they are two, three years later from their last relationship, right? And they're so scared of entering into a new one because of how the last one ended. But here they are still standing, still surviving, still okay. And that's always how it's going to be. You are going to be okay. This breakup, I promise, will not kill you. It will not be the end of you. I promise you, you will be okay. You're going to find a love again. And you know what? You're going to find an even greater love in yourself. And that's what I want to talk about. I want you to use this time as a breakup to work on yourself, yeah? I want you to use this time as a breakup to really find out who you are. Try out a bunch of different things. Try on a bunch of different hats. See what fits you best. Who are you without the other person? And I want you to find a love for yourself so deep and so valuable that by the time the next person comes along, not only will it be the right person at the right time, but it's going to be somebody that compliments you rather than completes you because without them, you are already complete. Without them, you already know what you like. You already know what you don't like. You already have your career. You have your money. You have everything that you need to be okay on your own. But this person is just going to come in and compliment your life, not complete you. Remember that every single person that does come into your life at whatever phase, if you're still figuring out who you are, if you know, you're in between breakups and you're on to the next person and maybe they're a rebound, maybe they're not, who knows? What I'm trying to say is that every single person that comes into your life is teaching you something for a reason. Even though breakups can be awful, even though what you're going through was the worst breakup of your life, even if the relationship you were just in was awful, maybe it was amazing and they broke up with you out of nowhere. That's teaching you something, okay? Every single person is teaching you how you love, how you like to be loved, your love language, maybe what you like in a partner, what you don't like in somebody. Every single thing in somebody else is teaching you something. And I want you to take advantage of that. And I want you to keep it safe to you because that is so important. I'm going to take one quick commercial break and then we'll be right back.
And when the next person does come back into your life, I want you to have no expectations because that is when we get let down. The only expectations that I want you to have is for yourself. I want you to be the one that sets the standard for yourself. How are you going to show your love to other people? How are you going to be the best girlfriend that you could possibly be? How are you going to be the best just person that you can possibly be? What is your expectations and how are you going to deliver that to somebody else? When you put expectations onto somebody else and create this idea of them in your mind or you know, you create these scenarios of how the relationship in your mind is going to play out, that's what you're doing right there is you're setting expectations for somebody else to honestly just let you down. What you want from other people is not how they're going to be. Guys especially show their hands the second they meet you. They show you their whole hand right there because guys lay it out on the table the first time that they meet you, whether they tell you like this is how it's going to be or they just, they're themselves. Like they're not going to change for you and you have to realize that you're not the exception of guys changing, okay? So that's when you have to just let go of any expectations, take them for who they are as if you would want someone to take you for who you are. You don't want to change for anybody else and you shouldn't expect anybody else to change for you either. So I want you to just realize that guys are who they are. You are who you are too, right? And you need to have no expectations on the playing field. That's how you get let down. Expect nothing. Take them for what they are. Take them for who they are and run with that. If it's a good fit, awesome. Let's move forward. If it's not, thank you for the lessons, but I'm going to go on my way. And you know what? You're going to be fine because they didn't complete you. All that they did was compliment you. And if it's not the per, and if that person isn't complimenting you, they weren't the right person. Now getting on to actual tactical things that you guys can do to get over breakups. Here are my tips. Uh, number one is listen to music. I love listening to like sad music during a breakup. It just helps so much. Kalani literally dropped an album today. Um, it was good until it wasn't. That was That's her album name. It is so good. And it's literally like inside of every girl's mind. It's crazy, I swear. So listen to that. It'll help you. It's like the Bible for girls. Summer Walker also has a lot of really great songs. Uh, Janine Aiko has a lot of really great songs for breakup, stuff like that. Just like feel, you know, it, it helps you when you feel like artists are also going through the same thing that you're going through. Like it just, it connects you. It makes you feel like, okay, I'm not alone in all of this. And that can really, really help. So take advantage of music, use it to your advantage. It helps so much. Another thing is to just cry. Like you can feel these emotions. You can watch a, you know, a romance movie and cry and feel like you won't ever find that again, but I promise you that you will. Um, but I want you to just feel these emotions, whether that's watching movies, listening to music, journaling. Journaling helps a ton. Um, you can also meditate and realize that yes, while we're feeling these emotions, you're also able to pop out of your emotions at the same time. Learning that you're in control of how you feel and how you react to a situation is so powerful powerful. Oh man, it is so powerful. Once you realize you're in control, the whole game is changed. So I want to remind you guys that meditation is a huge key for this. Maybe Another way that I always feel really, really good about when I go through a breakup is by working out. You get that, uh, the endorphins that are released, you know, it makes you really happy. Also, just working on yourself makes you feel complete without somebody else. I love working out when I'm like going through something with a guy. I just really feel a lot better about myself and um, I just ride on that endorphin wave and I hope that you guys ride on it too when you have that endorphin high, ride with it you know, go on with it. It it does help you feel so much better. Um, exercise is really, really great. Exercising, eating healthy, just doing things to make you feel better about yourself is going to help you out in the long run. Now, don't get me wrong. 
I remember like when I had was going through a breakup uh, in 2017, I was really sad. I was like at a party and then I was like, oh my God. And it hit me. I went in my car. I cried. I sobbed in my car. I drove home. I put on like a Netflix romance movie and I bought a pint of ice cream and I sobbed and I cried and I felt better after it. I got up later and I went out to a party that night and I was like, you know what? I'm going to collect myself. And I had a great time. But what I'm saying was in the meantime, I felt great not doing like the best for my body, which was eating a pint of ice cream. But in the moment I needed it. But after that, I was like, you know what? I want to feel better about myself. I'm happiest when I eat healthiest. So that's what makes me happy. That's what I'm going to do. Um, so yeah, just taking care of yourself, looking after yourself, these little tactical things you can actually do help immensely when you're going through a breakup. My last piece of advice is just don't write off love. I know it hurts, but it's going to come back and um, you're going to be okay. And I can promise you that above all else, I know it sucks, but you are going to be okay. Guys, I'm going to take one more commercial break and then we'll wrap this episode up. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Manifest with Tori Simone. I hope you guys found some value in this. Please join the Facebook group that is Manifest with Tori Simone. And also in the Facebook group, write your best breakup advice. Uh, I think we could all use it, especially during quarantine when you have nothing to do but think. Um, definitely give us some tips for breakups. I know that all of us girls in there can use it. Even guys in there can use it. So please leave your best advice. Um, and yeah, I'd love to hear what you guys are saying too. So guys, have a wonderful rest of your Monday. Happy Manifest Monday. I'll talk to you guys next Monday or next Wednesday if you guys listen to The Stride Effect. I got some great guests on there. So yeah, hope you guys are staying safe, stay healthy. I love you guys. 